Coming up on Influencing Entrepreneurs. I was not experiencing life. I was mimicking life. When I was at home with my family for dinner, I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be working on the deal. When uh, my kids would talk to me, they were very young at the time. It was just, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was distant. I was removed. My sense of ego, if I can say, had outgrown, frankly, what I was deserving of. And it reached a breaking point. This season of Influencing Entrepreneurs is brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Organization of Charlotte and Spiracle Media. After years of teaching entrepreneurship and consulting business owners, I realized that true knowledge comes from the wins and losses of those entrepreneurs. These are the stories of those business leaders. I'm Kazmer Ward, and this is Influencing Entrepreneurs. We're here today with Chris Mahalik, a serial entrepreneur, and I, I would like to pick out one company to uh, talk about, but why don't you tell us tell us what company you own? Yeah, I have a few different uh, companies that I'm involved with. Um, it's been uh, an exercise in trying to figure it out. I have a background in banking. Okay. Left banking several years ago. Okay. And uh, I sort of accidentally stumbled into my first deal. That deal is, by the way, truly Nolan Pest Control, environmental services pest control company um, here in the Charlotte area. Was this a lifelong passion? <laughs> <laughs> right, killing yeah. the bugs? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, I did mention it was an accident. So uh, funny thing though, right, in terms of my involvement with truly Nolan, um, it's interesting how if you're sort of uh, aware of your own environment and your family and your friends and your home, um, you, you pick up on opportunities that you didn't realize were opportunities. And we had um, mosquitoes around our home here in Charlotte, like a lot of people do. And uh, one of my sons uh, was allergic to mosquito bites. So um, Kelly, my wife, went out searching for a service provider to fix our mosquito issue and was shocked by uh, what was then the available options for dealing with them. And uh, as was I, the cost and, you know, the, the, the way the service worked and the structure and frankly, the difficulty and, you know, um, finding an arrangement and, and getting someone to call you back and all those sorts of things. It was a mere months later that I was in a conversation with uh, an acquaintance who mentioned, uh, you know, we're looking for, you know, an investment to expand our pest control business. And suddenly there was a synapse. The yeah. two came together and I said, you know, I think there's a real opportunity. I just had the hardest time. Yeah finding somebody to take care of these mosquitoes. Anyway, uh, well, that was the, uh, I suppose, the entry point in, into pest control is merely a conversation that correlated with my own personal experience. And that was all the validation I needed. Yeah. Well, I, I also feel like once you make that purchase, do you go back to Kelly and say, I took care of our bug problem. I bought the bug company. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so. Not only are we going to do us, we'll do all the neighbors and in fact, everybody. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll make a business of it. So when you buy the company, do you just serve as an owner or do you actually get involved in operations? Yep. So uh, I, I feel like, and I hope it's not just me, that a lot of other entrepreneurs who uh, started off their lives in maybe a, a corporate capacity or some other job and migrated into entrepreneurship can maybe relate to this. It was my impression that I actually wouldn't have to learn a lot about the business itself. You know, I, maybe I've got some finance skills. Yeah, be a passive owner. Passive owner, you know, some advisory, some management, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, help, uh, a few meetings uh, managed by the dashboard. Yeah. I envy the folks that have had that experience. It wasn't mine. 
Okay. Uh, what I quickly learned was that I simply didn't have the depth of experience or knowledge to dive down into the problems. So maybe I could see them at a high level, but yeah, I had to learn a lot about the pest control industry over the course of many years to really be an effective manager. And and today, uh, I, I I mean, I, I don't get involved in, in the minute by minute, the day by day. Um, it, people send me pictures of bugs all the time. Yeah. And Depressingly, I can identify most of them, but I choose not to because I don't want them to continue. Well, one of my favorite stories is we have a mutual friend that found out they had bed bugs. Yeah. And the way the story goes is he called you he did. to see if you could help. And you were like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And he said, you showed in the up to the house like a madman ripping sheets. But that's not what you signed up for. That's not what I signed up for. But uh, in life, I have signed up for helping friends. And I'm going to tell you, one of the most rewarding things about the entrepreneurial journey is being able to help friends. So you're right. Great friend, mutual friend of ours. And, uh, you know, when you get that call, you just put yourself in the reverse position and say, I would hope that my friends would do that for me. And I am very grateful to be able to do that for my friends. So now that I can say you're probably a certified entomologist, is that what? Oh boy, I wish. That's the highest level. That's okay. the highest level. Okay. But you got the word right. How okay. many people know that? Yeah, I'm showing off a little bit. But I am I, I am a uh, licensed commercial pesticide applicator in okay. uh, both North and South Carolina. So you mentioned uh, several other businesses. Right. Pest control, still, still your passion, still in your heart. The certificate's still on the wall, right? Well, absolutely. And, and let's stay on that for just a minute. Uh, I got lucky. It was an opportunity. I mentioned, you know, I I had a correlation between a need and an opportunity. I did not realize at the time what a great business that is. And this is, you know, in in my my entrepreneurial experience has led me toward things that people need uh, for which there is no seemingly uh, no substitute at the moment uh, and which create a recurring relationship with your customers. And so... uh, these are not things that I thought about at the time. I was just thinking, I don't want to be in corporate America anymore. I want to do my own thing. I didn't know how to identify really good opportunities that I would be really good at. And it turns out the pest control is right. So you, while the opportunity was a little bit of the trigger, where's the trigger that you say, I just want to leave corporate America? What, what, what didn't work for you with corporate America? I found myself, rather than acting in a way that was authentic and behaving in a way that was human, rather acting and behaving in a way in my life, my friends, uh, my family, that was my best impression of what human like is. I was not experiencing life. I was mimicking life. When I was at home with my family for dinner, I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be working on the deal. When uh, my kids would talk to me, they were very young at the time. It was just, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was distant. I was removed. I was mimicking life. I wasn't connected to my community. I didn't know anybody in town. It was a traveling job. I would leave and come back. Um, My sense of ego, if I can say, had outgrown, frankly, what I was deserving of. And it reached a breaking point. And I said, I want to live intentionally. I want to be connected. I kids are getting older. I want to know them. I want to be involved. I want to have the time to be able to go out like some of the other folks I saw who were coaching. And um, so <clears throat> I did the thing you're not supposed to do, which is when you leap from a rock without knowing where the next rock is. And uh, that was a struggle. Well, and so what you're leaving behind, entrepreneurship is also um, 
it's a lot of pressure. It's it's consuming. I mean, it it takes you away from your family. So while a lot of people leave the corporate world to think that, hey, there's this freedom if I own my own business. What is that realization as you start to run yeah, a company? Cass, it's a different type of freedom. Okay. Um, am I just as um, bound, just as committed, I suppose, uh, as I was in corporate America? In aggregate, yes. But I have a lot more control over how that manifests itself. Okay. Where I'm putting my time, how I'm scheduling things what I'm committing to, when I'm off, when I'm on. Um, it's not at the directive of some outside influence. It is occasionally. Of course it is occasionally. Now, you talked about freedom a minute ago. Um, that That's kind of how I think about freedom. Now, you know, there are highly successful entrepreneurs who would consider themselves, you know, almost to have achieved that state of ultimate freedom, be it, be it you know, financial, be it they, they no longer have, you know, fear of risk and things like that. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Uh, but I feel in control and I feel intentional about what I do. Was the sacrifice to go from a corporate corporate setting into your own business great or were you able to land, you know, pretty solid on your own two feet right off the gate? No, it was awful. It was awful. Probably the worst. Hugging the toilet every night, wondering how to keep your company liquid. I mentioned a minute ago that I had to uh, get a pest control license, right? It took a couple of years. Well, Initially, I had hired somebody that held a license. Well, one day that person, you know, left for greener pastures, which great. Still friends with that person. Great person. Um, I had to figure that out. We are suddenly not legally allowed to operate. Are you shut down? What do you do? Well, my first call was to the state. I explained the situation to them. They offered me 90 days. Uh, I exhausted those 90 days, needed a little more time. Well, you can't have it. Okay, I'm getting in the car. I'm coming down. I drove to Raleigh actually sat down with the state and said, this is what I need. As it turns out, the regulator was a baseball fan. We talked baseball for about three hours and I left there with another 30 days extension. And I was able to get licensed at that point. But and are, are you st studying? Is that when you're just cramming like it's finals week or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, talk about hours. I, I think I spent far more hours during that period of time than I ever did in corporate America. But it's one of the great lessons that I have taken away um, as it relates to, you know, being successful in your business as you want to build it and grow it, is that you need to understand all aspects of it. Um, you know, th there's a reason that somebody doesn't come in as a CEO of a company. They generally have to work their way up. They have to have been, you know, maybe an analyst. And then they have to have been, you know, maybe, a, I don't know, a vice president or something like that. You, you need to understand how things function and, and structure. And um, in businesses, and particularly those that have, you know, regulatory challenges or, you know, uh, you know other things that are a bit nuanced, um, you know, if you haven't covered the risk factors or even properly, like in my case, properly assess them, like it is a risk factor that we need a license to operate. And that is an employee that holds that license. Um, then you're exposed. So, so what's next, you know, um, pest, I'm thinking pest control. What's a good compliment or do you just veer? veer right. right. Well, so in, in the same vein of pest control, uh, I have a friend who owns a commercial landscape business in Raleigh, very successful. And uh, he put it best to me, and I only just heard this a few months ago. He said, you know what? You're really good at staying outside. I like to stay outside too. And he means that from a business sort of standpoint, right? right? Uh, so when you get really good at, okay, we provide outside services, right. um, it tends to be, we needed some trees taken down at our house. 
uh, we, we, we were doing a little bit of work and there was a few that were just not healthy, needed them taken down. It was very difficult to get a hold of a tree company. It was very difficult to get a, you know, estimate. It was very difficult to get scheduled. Um, so this was uh, about 18 months ago, two years ago. I said, you know what? I think trees are a great business. We've got an aging canopy here in Charlotte. We love it. Um, there seems to be a need here. I myself personally experienced difficulty in finding something. And uh, so about eight months ago, I, uh, I, I bought and am currently scaling uh, a tree business called Tree Masters. As we, we take a few minutes to go move over to the table, I might in between our break, maybe call Kelly to see what issues she's having. Because I feel I'll start that company up for you to buy in six months. Does that sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, she's got great ideas. Excellent. Thanks for watching and stay tuned for part two of this episode. Influencing Entrepreneurs is brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Organization of Charlotte and Spherical Media. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash or visit casmerward.com.